there's 18 fundamental particles. All of the particles fall into one of two categories. So we can take all of the fundamental particles, place them in category one or category two. There's nothing left over. It's everything. The two categories are fermions and bosons, FB. That's my little mnemonic with everything. If you have a limited number of categories, then you can just think of the first letters. Now, I, I, you already knew that, right? Like, uh, please excuse my dear Aunt Sally that was in math. And then what was the, uh, you know, dear King Philip came over from good Spain. You do that for the, the Linnaean taxonomy. Yeah, but I don't bother with, like, the poem piece. <laughs> just say the first letters in your head, and that's creating a little shortcut. It's going to help you. FB, fermions, bosons. What's the difference? Fermions take up space and bosons do not take up space. Fermions cannot occupy the same space. That's totally the way we experience reality. Two objects cannot be in the same space as each other. Bosons are different. Bosons can actually occupy the same space as each other. Boson 1, 2, 3, and 4, they can all be in exactly the same place. Well, the fermions, the ones that can't occupy the same space as each other, those are our matter particles. All matter is composed of fermions. So two types of fundamental particles. We said there's 18 fundamental particles. Six of them are bosons. There's 12 left over, right? Well, those 12 are our fermions. There's two types of fermions, quarks and leptons. There's six of each. There's six quarks. There's six leptons. That adds up to our 12 fermions. What's the difference between quarks and leptons? Quarks are subject to all four fundamental forces. Gravity, electromagnetism, the strong nuclear force, and the weak nuclear force. Those are our four fundamental forces. The quarks experience, they're subject to all four of those forces. The leptons are subject to all of those forces except for the strong nuclear force. So the difference is the strong nuclear force. Quarks are subject to experience the strong nuclear force. Leptons are not subject to the strong nuclear force. They don't experience it. There's six quarks, there's six leptons. What are the six quarks? They are the up quark, the down quark, the charm quark, the strange quark, the top quark, and the bottom quark. Okay. Up, down, charm, strange, top, bottom. Those are our six <laughs> quarks. Quarks and leptons. QL. We just named our six quarks. What are our six leptons? EMT. Those are going to be our first three leptons. EMT. Electrons muons, and tau particles. <laughs> Electrons, muons, taus, T-A-U. The muon is M-U-O-N. Electron, muon, tau, E-M-T. Well, that's three of our leptons. The other three leptons are called the electron neutrino, the muon neutrino, and the tau neutrino. So if you remember EMT 
for three of the leptons, then you know the names of the other three because you just add neutrino to each of the names. So those are our 12 fermions. Six quarks, six leptons. All of them are incapable of occupying the same space as other quarks. But the six quarks experience the strong nuclear force. The six leptons do not. Notice that the electron is a lepton. You probably know that electrons are found on the outside of an atom, not in the nucleus, but outside the nucleus. Well, the protons and neutrons inside the nucleus, they're composed of quarks. Quarks experience all four fundamental forces, including the strong nuclear force. Well, the strong nuclear force causes them to be attracted to each other, to be held together in the nucleus of an atom. Once you bring these particles close enough to each other, they're attracted to each other. That's the strong nuclear force. Well, the electron, being a lepton, it experiences electromagnetism, gravity, the weak nuclear force. However, it does not experience the strong nuclear force. You bring it real close to the protons and neutrons, which are composed of quarks, you bring that electron real close to them, and it's not going to stick because the strong nuclear force is not acting upon it. Because the electron experiences electromagnetism, its negative charge holds it to the atom because it is attracted to the positive charge of the proton, which, as I said, is composed of quarks that are being held together by the strong nuclear force. The quarks that compose protons and neutrons, they're being held together by the strong nuclear force. The protons and the neutrons, these composite particles, they're made out of more fundamental particles called quarks, but the protons and neutrons are also being held together by the strong nuclear force. The electron is attracted to them because of electromagnetism, but it doesn't get held tightly within the nucleus like the protons and neutrons, because there's no strong nuclear force acting upon it. Okay, the bosons. There's six bosons. There's three types of bosons. So we take these six bosons, and remember, the bosons can pile on top of each other. They can occupy the same space. That's what distinguishes them from the fermions. All particles are either fermions or bosons, FB. We're looking at the bosons now. Well, there are four gauge bosons, one tensor, OR, I'm going to say tensor, but it's OR at the end, one tensor boson, and one Higgs boson. So we have these three types of bosons, but four of the bosons fall into category one, the gauge bosons. There's only one boson in each of the other categories. There's one tensor boson, there's one Higgs boson. The four gauge bosons, what they do is convey or carry the fundamental forces. So the four gauge bosons are the photon, the Z boson, and the W boson, and the gluon. The photon, the Z boson, the W boson, and the gluon. Those are our four gauge bosons. The photon conveys, carries, electromagnetism. The Z boson and W boson, those both convey, carry, the weak nuclear force. The gluon, that carries the strong nuclear force. 
it's the gluons that are holding the quarks together in a proton, for instance. You know that when light hits your eye, that's electromagnetism being carried by photons. Well, there's also the weak nuclear force, and that's carried by the Z boson and the W boson. It gets two gauge bosons. So those are our four gauge bosons. Well, we have six bosons altogether, three types. Type two is going to be our tensor boson. That's the graviton. The graviton is the force-carrying particle of gravity. So just like we have these gauge bosons for the other three forces, well, we have this tensor boson for gravity called the graviton, and presumably it's carrying that force. Finally, there's the Higgs boson. The Higgs boson, as I understand it, actually doesn't matter a whole lot. It's not the Higgs boson that's actually doing anything. The Higgs boson is simply a manifestation of the Higgs field, and actually, in this case, it's the field that's doing all the work. So I think with all the other particles, they are actually vibrations in 18 fundamental fields. All of reality consists of these 18 fields vibrating and thereby interacting with each other. It seems to be the case that with 17 of these fields, everything but the Higgs boson, it is vibrations in the field that matter. For instance, it is vibrations in the fields of the quarks that creates the six quark particles. And then those particles are interacting with each other to create higher and higher levels of complexity. Protons, molecules, etc. With the Higgs field, it's the field that matters. What the Higgs field does is it imparts mass to the fundamental particles. So all these other particles we're talking about, they would not have mass if it were not for the existence of the Higgs field. So that is my state of knowledge right now. I just pulled over and did that without, I didn't look at anything. That was all in my head. At any rate, that's my current understanding of the 18 fundamental particles.